Boys and girls, I've got a special lineup for you today. It's me again, Al Shoggy here on 103kg Ireland. If you want to get involved, send me an email to 103kg radio at gmail.com. That's 103kg radio at gmail.com. I've got a special show for you today. I'm broadcasting from inside of the studio. It's an absolutely beautiful day outside, but I've decided to take my work back underground, stop it falling into the wrong hands, as the prodigy would have you believe. No, I am inside because I have a skin of uh, an albatross. No, I don't. I have skin of a newborn baby. And as such, uh, I have to stay away from UV radiation because I will just crumble uh, like a, a biscuit that's too dry. So the, today's, today's, today's adventure is going to be all about plant-based milks. You might think, what the hell is plant-based milks? Well... You're familiar with the normal cow's milk, and you're probably familiar with mama's milk, um, but you may not know, Khalees talked about it, because her milkshakes brought all the boys to the yard. Now, I'm going to talk to you about two in particular. One of my favourite milks of all time after um, cow's milk, because I don't drink cow's milk anymore, because it's just full of the nastiest, disgusting, pus-filled, fucking bags of nonsense I mean, I have seen inside of some dairy farms. I've done some work, um, some some recording actually in dairy farms, and the stuff that I've seen would just blow your mind, blow your tiny little minds, um, and if you've got a big massive mind, it would still blow it. It wouldn't make a difference. It would, it it, it, it just it would turn your stomach. So with that being said, I'm gonna tell you about the two of my most favorite milks. One of them in particular, I I was um introduced to this milk about two years ago september two years ago i can remember distinctly it was insomnia in insomnia actually in nice in the Kildare, actually in nice nice and nice and um i had a flat white so those of you who are not familiar with coffees it's just basically it's like a like a black coffee with just milk in it now some people like to have actually uh, foam milk, which is like a latte, but uh, you know, just a simple, simple flat white. It's very nice, very strong, and it's normally much smaller than you'd get a latte. So I tried out this oat milk after it being suggested by uh, by a colleague of mine, and I was blown away by it. the creamy, consistent texture. It was delicious. It was like it was like you know, just getting a hug from a from a from a from a close friend. It just it just felt right. And from that day on, I was absolutely categorically convinced that the Oatly, um, Oatly Oat Drink Barista Edition was was just a winner. And as such, every time I went out, I would have a flat white <clears throat> or I'd have a latte, but I'd always have Oatly milk. Now, Oatly has three different versions of this particular milk. They do like a, a blue version, a kind of a, a yellowy version, and then they do the, the grey version, which is the Barista Edition. And you might say, well, what's the difference? Well, apart from the constitution of the ingredients, one of the main things is that the barista edition allows it to foam, foam very easy. Now, a lot of the other plant-based milks that I had tried, particularly at home, kind of failed the challenge. Sometimes they would actually, uh, they would curdle. More often than not, they would curdle. And there's nothing worse than having a tasty coffee that has bits of curdles dancing around. Because I like my coffee without the cheese, basically. I like to have, you know, natural, clean, healthy coffee um, with a nice... And with a nice texture. Um, with that said, oatly milk was absolutely the tippity top of everything that I ever wanted. And then one day, uh, not so long ago, maybe about three or four months ago, actually no, I tell a lie, it was about the twelfth of twelfth of February. I uh, I inquired actually uh, on the oatly site, and um, because what happened was I'd opened it up, and and I had a glass. So sometimes, if I was very thirsty, nice and warm outside, I'd have a, a nice ice glass 
of, of, of Oakley. Like basically like as if you were having normal milk. And you taste it and you go, yeah, nice creamy consistency, nice texture, flows down nice and easy, nice on the tummy. And guess what? I had this, this look on it. It's kind of residue, it's kind of chemical taste. Now, I'm like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. That seems a bit uh, unusual. So I got onto the old uh, farm online, onto the Oatly farm, and I was like, sent them a message saying, look, um, maybe you might want to take a look at this. I'll, I'll hang on to it now, um, and uh, we'll take it from there. So they got back to me maybe about, probably about two weeks later, and they went like, thanks for getting in touch, and for obviously the, the kind words um, about our oat drink, Brister, old, old drink, Brister uh, edition, of course, like, I mean, I was complimenting them on um, how happy I was that I'd found them, and how, just how nice it made the drinks, and they said that they were sorry that they, um, that I had experienced an odd tasting carton, um, and they would like to log this with their quality department, um, for them to investigate it, um, so basically they needed a bit more information, and it would be awesome, they said, if I could send over the video describing the issue, and giving the batch information, and could I also let them know where I bought the carton, um, and if if it if it wasn't going to be included in the video? They said they would like to send me some vouchers as an apology for this particular carton, and if I could let them know my address, they would get it sorted. All the best, um, Rowena from Consumer Relations, Oatly UK. Now the next part of that was, um, I sent them on the video. A basically little video of explaining what was what and the the details of the carton and uh i basically said kind of like i wasn't really interested in in um uh, in basically anything with vouchers i said like i'm just more concerned as to what's in the milk i'm not really i don't really care about vouchers you know it's not a big deal to go buy a bleeding thing of milk or whatever uh, even though i appreciated the offer um, however, they got back to me straight away and they said, hi, hi again, uh, Al. I'm so sorry, but I misread your email and missed that you are based in Ireland. Unfortunately, we cannot offer vouchers as compensation for cartons in Ireland. In this situation, I recommend that you take your carton to the supermarket at which you bought it and they should refund you the product. Sorry for the mistake on, on my part. And I would still like to log this with our quality department so do send over the video so then at that point i did send the video i said uh, hi rowena thank you for your reply here's the video and here's the pictures of the cartons with the dates so basically i told them where i lived and all that kind of stuff i told them i bought the the milk in tesco in newbridge and um as i do every week and i'm very particular about my milk and uh, as in i don't leave it out and um i do give it a, a quick shake and bake which you're meant to do with all plant-based milks and that's very important guys a lot of people a lot of friends actually have told me that they've had very bad experiences with milk and what basically what i've come to the conclusion is that a lot of them don't realize and particularly baristas in certain um in certain coffee shops do not shake the carton they just don't do it now the other side of that is it's very difficult to shake it with no little bits of air at the top. So open the carton, then put the lid back on and give it a shake. You don't have to shake the crap out of it, turn it into cream. You just have to give it a give it a good shake. So I'm very particular on how I store it. It goes into the fridge after every every bit of time that I use it. I don't leave it out. So there wouldn't be an issue with it, you know, with the air oxidization with it or anything like that. It's, it's just purely the chemical taste that I was I was trying to get to the bottom of. So, uh, so what 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 have we got here? She says, um, 
I said, sorry, but you will have to review the video to see what they the, the, that correlates to which milk. Because there was actually, I, I got another milk at this particular time a week later from a different batch. And I was telling her that the time code is actually different from it. And it was bought in the same place. Um, what she said was to me afterwards, she goes, oh, thank you for getting in, in contact. Uh, she said, uh, oh yeah. So basically what I, what I had said was, don't worry about the vouchers. I'm more interested in, in to know what what uh, what the investigation is did you get the video and all so they got back to me and said yes the video came through grand thank you for your understanding about the vouchers the carton will now be logged with the quality department for them to investigate to get to the bottom of it i'm afraid until then until they have concluded their investigation i can't give you an answer as to your carton why it tested or tasted that way Sorry about this. Apologies for the disappointing carton, and it's great to know that you did not experience the same issue with your next carton. However, I did. Um, let's move this forward a bit. There's a lot of a lot of backwards and forwards. Just very simple little mail here with all the pictures. Probably too much information. Then she goes. I'm sorry to say that we don't have any uh, anything. We do not have. Uh, we do not have an answer for that at the moment. Apologies for that. Thank you for your kind words, um, despite your recent faulty carton. And then, uh, about a week later, bad news. This is from me. Bad news. I'm afraid today, a new carton in a similar and a similar chemical taste. Something is wrong. I said the carton before this one was perfect. Um, I I can take and flatten out the carton out of the bin and send you on the picture of the good milk. Um, so by the way. This time I heated the milk before breakfast in the microwave and it actually added uh, cornflakes, God bless me, uh, to this and it still tasted like chemicals. Um, it still tasted the chemicals taste. Um, I normally just use it for coffees. Um, nobody's been in touch with me in relation to collecting the other milk. Honestly, my concerns are now growing. Please advise me on what is to be done. Hi, Alan. Uh, she says, what does she say? I'm sorry that you've come across another faulty carton i still have it with i still have it if you still have it it would be great to send over a picture of the top so i can send it to on for investigation we keep samples of every batch because i basically i suggested to them that look i'm quite happy to pay for the packaging and, and get this stuff sent over to you with the samples because at the end of the day right this is a big big multinational company that's producing uh, a beverage you know for consumption and irrespective of them having samples of their own samples, wouldn't it be nice to see if the end user has had a tampered milk, has something added to it, um, and to find out if it correlates with, to what they've had, rather than just me saying, yeah, well, it just tastes like chemicals, because my taste buds are, are fantastic, you know, but everybody's taste buds are different. I'd be more interested to find out, you know, if something happened to it, and um, was it tampered with, was it in, was it stored wrong, and they should be able to to know by by having it, having an original sample. So, because I said they keep samples with every batch, it allows them to check to see if 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 there's any other if there's if sorry if an issue does arise. Even though we sample all batches as they are produced, it may not be that something has gone wrong here. The investigation will conclude checking the samples of our of our batches, which is why we do not need to physically test yours. This investigation into the issue is currently ongoing, so I'm afraid I cannot give you more of an explanation, and I do apologise that you have been affected by this. And that was the last correspondence I had with them, and that was 
Ah, oh, that was yeah, sometime in February around the around Valentine's Day, fourteenth of February. So here we are now. Um, Corona's kicked in. There's been zero correspondence backwards and forwards. They didn't get back to me in relation to anything else, and I'm at at a loss as to why they would be. Why wouldn't they just come back and go? Listen, we tested that and everything's fine. You got to ask yourself: Do they really care about customers? I don't think so. I, do they really give a, an SH1T about their actual product? I don't think so. Because they could easily just turn around and go, well, we tested our sample and it's fine. And I'll go, well, okay, so tell me why mine tastes like chemicals. They could turn around and say, well, a chemical taste is normally as a result of too much rapeseed. It could be as a result of the way it was stored. Obviously, if you tell me that it's been stored at you know two degrees in your fridge since you got it home and it came from Tesco, well, is there a problem with their fridge? Maybe not. Maybe it was a, uh, an issue with transportation. Maybe there was, you know, we can go back and check the logs of the, the container that it came across on. However, ultimately, if there was something bad or there was someone bad who injected, let's say, chemicals or anything into that, surely they'd want to know. Now, I wasn't um, physically affected by it. I didn't get sick or anything like that. But it's just the fact that it's it's, it's thrown me off. Um, and as, as a result, I've actually switched to the dark side. I've switched to a, a company now that I'm, I'm researching a little bit more about at the moment. It's Alpro. Now, Alpro Barista Oats, it's a new um, oat edition of the Alpro series. And it's it takes on Oatly in a, in a nicer way. It actually has less chemicals in it. However... It also tastes very, very nice. It's not quite as sweet. It it um, may not be as foamy, but it, it works perfect uh, in coffees as a substitute to cow's milk. Now, I've used Alpro products for a long, long time, and generally they've been very good. For instance, the ingredients in um, in their, their oat-based stuff is just water, oat, 10%, sunflower oil, pea protein, sea salt, and vitamins B2, B12, and D2. Now, those of you who understand about chemicals and understand in relation to vitamins, all of these vitamins and all of these products and cereals and milks and breads are all fortified with vitamins and minerals. And you've got to ask yourself, well, why is that the case? Well, I'll tell you why. Because most of the natural forming vitamins and minerals that are in uh, these ingredients from birth, shall we say, are null and void because the products are, are processed, which kills off a lot of the good um, the goodness of them. And most of the land that, you know, the wheat and stuff is grown on isn't properly um, substituted each year with the necessary vitamins, not the vitamins and necessary chemicals um, to to allow to allow the, the the plants to absorb them in in the soil, they, they don't do the crop rotation as as they should do every other year. It's a it's a massive 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 problem. It's also a massive problem with cow's milk, particularly here. I was doing actually, uh, I was doing. I can tell you this because I didn't sign a non disclosure agreement, but I was doing some um, some video, some some recording for uh, the Farmers Journal, and I'll tell you this: no word of a lie, propaganda. They had these English guys over from the dairy. And they told uh, told everybody categorically that there's going to be a big scandal coming out in relation to the amount of deaths, uh, calves being just basically killed straight away. Like you're not talking tens of thousands, you're talking hundreds of thousands. And just think of that. So you've got a calf that maybe weighs, I don't know, 50, 60 kilograms, maybe even 100 kilograms. I'm not entirely sure. 
But that's a lot of waste to get rid of. It's taken away from its mother straight away and slaughtered, slaughtered straight away. Like it's horrific if you if you if you if you could if you went to think about it. So let's go back to sweet plant-based milks. So they're fortified and enriched with minerals and vitamins to give us all the illusion that we're being healthy. But realistically, we're not being healthy because even if we go back to this barista edition by Alpro and we look at the back and we, we read where it says, so it's 10% oats, okay? The rest is sunflower oil. Who wants to be drinking oil? Look, we're not an engine. We don't need oil. Pea protein is fair enough, but do we need to be eating protein at every meal? I don't think so. Sea salt, again. And the, and the vitamins, where are these actually vitamins coming from? As I said, they're chemical-based. It's like, I had these arguments in relation to vitamin C. Ascorbic acid, yes, it's vitamin C, but it's not, vitamin C is not found just as ascorbic acid in nature. Vitamin C is normally bound with other minerals and other um, nutrients that help the vitamin C get absorbed. So, ascorbic acid is man-made. Ascorbic acid is just man-made. And it is just an, it's just an acid. It changes the pH of uh, of your body as you as you're taking it in but it does work it does help to uh help to kill off some some things uh, i know that's very ambiguous kill off some things well what kill off some some people no <laughs> i don't know let's go back and have a look at oatly for a second now oatly the reason i liked oatly right i just liked their branding i thought um, it was very cool Um, each side of the actual box in oats we trust is on one side it's very american isn't it so most of our packaging side actually have an idea behind them you may know something that we want to say um let's get some light in here it's actually because it's in the studio i have it all nice and dark but it doesn't uh, doesn't make for good reading unfortunately this one doesn't have it have an idea behind it that is all all it has is a more powerful headline hand drawn by lars the art director who draws all of the crazy graphics on our packages by hand in a typeface that slightly resembles the one on the dollar bill but not enough so that you would actually notice it unless you gave it a hint. Unless you gave unless you unless we gave you a hint. With this packaging side has is an ability to feel confident and secure. This sounds like a fucking wonder bra for for, for somebody uh, that you will find inside this carton is made to be experienced firsthand. I'm already getting bored. And that once you do, there's a very good chance you will subscribe to the le- legitimacy of the headline. And then the time you spent trying to get through this long-winded and unfocused copy will have resulted in a solid investment. Basically, as I said, it's just it's it's just words. It's just ambiguous words thrown onto a onto a carton. Um, Tony uh, Peterson, Peterson, yeah, Tony Peterson, Tony with an I, Peterson CEO. If you were listening, Tony, I got one word to say to you: bold. Yeah, just bold. Um, this probably comes as no surprise to those of you who know our CEO, Tony Patterson. But for those of you who don't know him personally, well, how do we know him personally? Unless Tony, were you ever a priest? Um, or only know him as a graphic face symbol. Well, he's he's in two D and he's he's in black and white, um, and we stick him all over everything we make. Tony is actually a very reserved and humble person who gets rather annoyed superficially when we promote him on the side of our packaging. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Which is exactly why we do it. Why is Tony the employee of the year? You ask. Why wouldn't he be? Well, you know, at the end of the day, he's paying their bills, he's paying their wages, so of course they're going to stick him up there. But it actually doesn't make it doesn't it, it doesn't uh, correlate to it to a good product, unfortunately. Um, it's Tetra Pak. That's another thing. This is a basically a Tetra Pak. I like Tetra Pak, except for two things. One, again, we we'll go back to 
shaking the the actual milk it doesn't shake unless you actually open it and allow some air into it to to actually because i think they're actually pressure not pressurized but they're the air just doesn't 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 allow it to, to the milk to, to to move around the way you want it and uh second of all when you open the plastic um knob on the top of it there is a simple pull tab and i have had some of them fail I've had them fail on all different milks, and sometimes it's a quality control problem in relation to how it's actually pressed together. And other times it's just fatigue on the plastic, and my big manly hands just rip it off like a band-aid and send it off down the river. The thing is, what's good and what's not good is going to be up to you. What you put into your body, you know, is going to be depend on how you're feeling on the day, what's in front of you, what's easy to get, and what you're going to be bothered to either preparing or making or buying. You know. We all try and make the right decisions based on the information that we have at hand. I just wanted to feed you back that information in relation to the chemical taste because I know that some of you, uh, some friends of mine, actually you know, love Oatly, Oatly milk. And in fairness, I did, absolutely. For a year and a half, it was you know, the gold staple. Um, I, wouldn't go, uh, I wouldn't go anywhere without it. And I've, and I've often, not often, I've a couple of times actually gone into the Tesco or Dunn's and actually picked up Oatly. Uh, and actually brought it into the to the baristas and actually said, look, make my coffee with that and you can just keep it and give it to someone, let them try it. You try it, make coffee with it and see what you think. And as a result of that, they've actually got it in. Now, a lot of um, insomnia, I know for, for one, they all use the Oatly, um, Oat Drink Barista Edition. They, that's that's all they use. I know that uh, some, of the, some of the other companies, Starbucks and stuff, use, use Alpro and they have another another brand as well so look with that said there's just something else actually i want to have a little look at so going back to albro i told you i was doing a little bit of research so plant-based brand albro are facing a pr nightmare rivals oatly response response is perfect so belgian belgian plant milk producer albro have upset many in the vegan community by promoting animal products as part of a healthy diet in a tweet, the company states that a healthy diet consists of two-thirds of plant-based food and one-third of animal-based, a claim that has not gone down at all well with their large vegan consumer base, who know that a healthy diet actually consists of entirely plant-based foods. Well, look, let's, let's just put that into perspective. Yes, people have known for a long, long time that animal, uh, animal intake, animal product intake is not healthy and doesn't constitute a good healthy diet. It's not rocket science, um, but there's a lot of information uh, from the World Health Organization and a lot of dietitians, um, even doctors, are coming on board now and actually understand that. And that's why the vegan movement is very powerful. I'm not a vegan myself, unfortunately. I was, as I said, those of you who know me will know that I was a vegan, a staunch vegan for 18 months before I had a heart attack. So was I a good vegan? Yeah, I was pretty good. I didn't have any any um, animal-based products but then again sugar is more of a killer than a bit of feckin', uh, a bit of meat sugar is sugar high triglycerides i'm not even going to say high cholesterol high cholesterol and triglycerides is a feckin', is basically a one-way track to feckin', uh, cardiovascular disease or heart attack you just go boom have a stroke diabetes you just keep going um Let's go back to this for a second. It's perhaps unsurprising that Alpro are now pushing animal products considering that the company were taken over just three months ago by the dairy multinational Denon. Wow, Denon, they make the yogurts, don't they? Yes, they do indeed. So Denon now, a dairy-based um, company, have bought over Alpro. 
So that's very interesting, isn't it, guys? So whose who's pockets are we lining when we're going out? And, and is, is that really where we want our money to go? You know, having just done the bare minimum just to get you up to speed, I realise now that I've made a mistake because Alpro, Alpro are bold. Yes, they have Barista Edition, but they also, you know, they are promoting, um, they are promoting uh, animal, animal, uh, <laughs> animals as, as food. Um, to make matters worse, many vegans have accused Alpro of responding to the online criticism in a rude, patronising and arrogant manner, which has only further angered some already disappointed and annoyed customers. And there's a little tweet, some, some tweets here. So, at uh, vegan, uh, ve- veggie 11, veggie 11, yeah, that's not exactly our message, but thanks for your feedback. Uh, Hannah Serp wrote to uh, at Alpro, mate, you're losing customers. Can't you see this? Your social media person is c- costing you money. And then we have uh, tea, cake and make you know, at Alpro and at uh, vegan, v- veggie 11. Hmm. Did you hire a new social media team when you got taken over? Your arrogant TOV is a massive change. Someone else, uh, awful patronising. Arrogant, Alpro's off my list until I start to sing some apologies. Alpro, you are a bit rude. And someone else says, I thought the same. Alpro's sake, who's managing the Twitter account now before you start losing more customers? So, PR stuff, politics, I hate them all, right? But I do not want chemical tastes in my milk. So, for the moment, I'll probably the Oatly edition is the one I'm going to use, irrespective of their bad press. I will consider moving on to something else more sustainable in the future when I come across it. I do buy Tesco uh, soy milk, their own branded stuff. And it's it's fine for cereals. It's fine for... I, I like to drink rooibos tea. I love rooibos tea. Um, it's very healthy, very refreshing. I like to have it in, in the afternoons. I like to have about 500 mil uh, a couple of times during the day. But rooibos tea was the kind of staple diet for me when I actually went off and my lion's tea, my Barry's tea, you know, all of that good stuff. Because that's what I used to have with normal milk. But now I have just the rooibos tea on its own or occasionally with a little bit of soy or a little bit of uh, Brista edition um, oats because they're both tasty. Try out, try out some uh, some rooibos tea and see what you think. See if you see if it floats your boat. It can be uh, can be quite nice, but like everything, if you're switching over from a dairy based diet, dairy based milks, it will take some some time for to get the right constitution into you to, 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 before you're going to start enjoying it. Uh, my advice, as always, is to start off with some maybe if you're having cereal like like Special K, Weetabix, uh, Brown Flakes, or something that has a little bit of sugar in it. Um, some warm, warm uh, soy milk. Um, I actually, I actually don't like the sweetened. I don't like any of the sweetened milks, plant based, plant based milks. I just don't think they need it. You know, and that's that's what I'm saying. So if you're having cereals, have something nice and warm, and get used to the taste, and then you'll be able to switch. You don't just really go from a from a diesel to a petrol and a petrol to a diesel. It takes time for your body to, to get it to adjust to it. When I was growing up, I hated pizzas. I hated curry. I hated tomatoes. Now I love them all. Go figure. So that's all for today. That's all I really wanted to say. Just uh, a little bit of information in relation to Oatly about their bad, uh, bad, bad chemical and or bad basically, you know, as I said to you, look, if, if I was a company and, and someone has one of my products and it wasn't working, well, I would make sure that I got that sorted for that customer because that one customer could end up 
on uh, you know on doing a podcast all about it and that would be uh, that would be no good <laughs> and they may even tag me in it and, and what's going to happen then who knows god only knows i don't know but i do have the answer the answer is we're in the middle of the corona right we're coming up to the, the next month may and uh, come the 5th of may this is just something else i want to say to you really quickly so the 5th of may the government are going to possibly introduce uh, a little bit of a, a leeway in relation to the the lockdown now, what the Prime Minister had said or suggested before, uh, maybe a couple of days ago, he had suggested that, you know, Ireland was very good at, you know, doing the lockdown. In fact, the lockdown happened for many people a couple of days prior to him announcing that there was going to be a lockdown because they kind of had teased us like children. They basically, not that they teased us like children, but they gave us a little bit of information. Not too much that we might go do something about it, uh, but just just enough. You read between the lines, you know what's coming, and therefore you get ready, and some people preempted what was going to happen, which was the lockdown. So that was fine. But now, come the 5th of May, and not a lot has changed, people are now considering, especially with the nice weather, that maybe, you know, all is okay because... You know, there's not a lot of people dying. There's people dying. There's, there's people dying that shouldn't be dying. And that's unfortunate. And it's very upsetting if you were to sit down and think about it for too long. And it definitely if you've had someone who's been affected by the corona virus um, or, you know, you know, someone you personally or friends or family, I feel for you, you know, um, and hopefully you'll get through it and your families will get through that. But what are we going to do? So there's people who are thinking, well, it's not that bad. It hasn't affected me. So therefore, I'm going to go visit my friends. They're getting a little bit more loosey-goosey because they think that the government are going to introduce new measures where it's going to be a little bit more lenient. There'll be probably less social distancing. Well, in fact, there'll be probably more social distancing. There'll be more measures put in place if we're not faking doing what we're meant to be doing, which is continuing with the social distancing. So just as the fact that we some of us went into lockdown prior to the announcement. Some of us are now thinking, oh, sure, it's grand. Sure, the 5th of May, sure, let's just go out and have a little a little walk around now where we shouldn't be. Oh, Lord, 10 miles. Oh, we're in the beach now. Oh, 50 miles from the house and all as well. So the point is, don't. there's no need to preempt. Just sit and wait. You know, it's not bad having to sit at home. It's not. If you've got a garden or a balcony, I'm always telling you, get into your feckin', take your shoes and socks off, Get down to the concrete, get down to the grass, if you've got house plants, bring them out with you. You know what I mean? Don't be don't be fecking Don't don't feel alone. Get out and get some sun, get some nice vitamin D, you know, and uh, you know, pick up the phone, do your, your Skype or your FaceTime or your WhatsApp or your Viber or your Zoom or whatever you want to do. Talk to your friends, talk to your families, write a book, read a book. You know, play some games, you know, whatever you want to do, just go do it. Because now is the time. Don't feel like you're alone. There's a lot of love here for you on uh, 103 KG. A lot, lot of love here. A lot of love. And it's going to be it's gonna be there until until the day that I take my final breath. Oh, oh what's happening? Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, God, I'm on my way. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah. So, look after each other and look after yourself. And um, until the next time. If you have any requests, dedications, if you want to get involved, if you've got an idea for a podcast... Give me a shout, and it is at 103kgradio at gmail.com, 103kgradio at gmail.com for, for, for all the secrets, and um, if you want to collaborate, you can also do that and get me get in contact with me there. It's Al Shoggy signing off, and uh, good night, and take care. Bye-bye.